the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you and welcome to KSLR's Church of the Week program, where every week we like to remind you there's a verse in the New Testament in 1 Timothy 5.17, and it says this. It says, let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And I encourage you to stick around because something new is happening on the north side of San Antonio. Yes, my name is Baron Wiley, and Rock Hills Church has a brand new pastor in the house. His name is Pastor Adam Harris, and I say I'm so happy to have you up here in our KSLR studios, Pastor. Welcome. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, when I say brand new, the paint's still wet. I mean, literally, you just started officially this year. Yes, it's just been a couple of weeks officially. Well, then, Pastor, let's back up from the beginning. Let's talk about how you got into the ministry. When did you wake up one day and said, Lord, I accept your calling? That uh, my walk with God has been something that's always been very special to me. I was raised in church, but never forced to go to church. And um, I had gone, like a lot of church kids, I guess, I'd gone to summer camp, and I'd listened to Christian radio. And I just had had this affection for God. And Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, I felt such a strong calling, more... More than just an emotional high, I felt a calling that God was calling me into the ministry. And uh, when I was in high school, I dedicated my life to the Lord to serve Him in full-time ministry, and I've never looked back since. Is and, this here in Texas? Uh, yes, in West Texas, in the Midland area. All right. And uh, Were you a football player there? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. N- none of the Friday Night Light stuff. That was above my, my pay, <laughs> pay grade. grade. <laughs> but, yeah, probably shouldn't say pay grade for That's high right. school football. <laughs> oh, is that what happens up there? We wonder why they keep winning, huh? Yeah. They're recruiting, huh? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, growing up in West Texas was good, and uh, I definitely felt the call of the Lord there. And uh, as soon as I went to college in uh, West that? Texas at Texas Tech, yeah. um, I I got an opportunity to serve. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, even going to college, uh, part of my story is I was, I was on, on the last day of being able to cancel classes to go to a Christian college, or I was looking at this secular university, and I just felt such a sense of, God's called me into ministry, and I want to be with these people who really need to hear the Lord. And I yeah. went to Texas Tech, and they really needed to hear about the Lord. You know, So it was a great opportunity for me to uh, kind of put my hands in the dirt a little bit you know, and, uh, and have that opportunity to, to start ministry. And I started doing student ministry all the way through college. And uh, then when I graduated, I moved to Albuquerque. Wow. And uh, did student ministry over there for uh, six years, and that was what church there. There's a lot, a lot of, of big ones there. Yeah, it's uh, it's at a church called Church on the Rock. Yeah, um, I don't believe it's there anymore. But, okay. Uh, yeah, it was a great church, great time. We saw God do a lot of of really amazing things. Uh, sure. Yeah, and even being here at the radio station today r- gives me flashbacks of that because we had a uh, giant warehouse on the back of our property, and uh, so we said, hey. We want to make this available. God, if you'll do anything with it, it's just a shell of a building right now. But uh, take it and use it, God. And so uh, we, put, we put a few skateboard ramps in there and then <laughs> literally had hundreds of kids showing up every week. 
And then the radio station called us there in Albuquerque and said, hey, can we start doing some concerts in your warehouse? Oh, cool. And uh, so over three or four years, we got to see all kinds of artists. Who did you bring through. in? We This was back in the day when we had... Uh, Let's see, we had the Supertones yep. and Five Iron Frenzy. Frenzy. Uh, so we had Audio Adrenaline come through, and so yeah. it was a lot of fun. So this but, is in the 90s here. Yeah, it, it was in the late 90s, and uh, just picture picture those bands playing in your garage, yeah. because that's what this felt like. It was a giant metal warehouse with no air conditioning. <laughs> it was 100 yards long. In New by, Mexico. Yeah, 100 yards long by 50 feet wide with bay doors Packed with teenagers, yeah. and uh, so it was. It was a lot of fun to a lot see of skating, a lot of sweating, yeah, and a lot of jumping around. Yeah. Praise the Lord, a lot huh? of stinky kids, but uh, God <laughs> green does chilies too, right? Yeah, that's right. Man, do you miss any of that? Uh, there? I miss the green chili. I'm ready to go now that you mentioned. Oh, <laughs> gotta have to cut this short. Mouth is watering. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so New Mexico, back New to Mexico, Texas? and then uh, had an opportunity to go back and do college ministry officially uh, in Lubbock. So I went back to Texas Tech and did college ministry at Trinity Church uh, there in Lubbock and had some, some great years doing that. Was that a church plant, that Trinity Church? I, I have There's a Trinity Church here in San Antonio. Now that you said that, I remember that when there's a Trinity Church here in San Antonio that when I was growing up and went to it, that they there was a sister church in Lubbock, and I think that's the same one. Uh, there's a connection. There might be. It would have started, uh, I mean, it's probably 40 to 50 years old yeah. by now. Well, and and you look like you're in your 20s, so I God can't imagine bless that. bless you. That. <laughs> Uh, I had a gray it, it beard, be, yeah, when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you. so uh, that, that was a good Impossible. time, too. Right. Uh, college ministries, uh, it's always had a special place in my heart because college students are at that place where I was, you know, where I'm just saying, God, I'm, you know, here I am, I'm a vessel. Would you take my life and do with it? And, and God can do so much in that time in your life, you know, if you'll just say, God, use me, you know, yeah. so it's a great opportunity. Well, thank you for being obedient yeah. to the Spirit and doing all that, but yeah. still, how did you get to San Antonio? So I had a couple more stops before oh. I, I got to this wonderful city. Uh, we moved down to Victoria for four years, and I was an associate pastor down there and got to learn a whole lot about leadership in mm-hmm. that role, and uh, so that was a great opportunity at Faith Family Church down in Victoria. And then uh, while I was there, I really got the, the bug that it was time for me to take the next step mm. and uh, started looking at opportunities to church plant and praying about where that would be and what that opportunity would be. And uh, God called me to something really rough. Uh, he really put on my heart Rockport, Texas. Oh, uh, you poor baby. Yeah, if you guys Mission have ever Field. been there, you know how bad it is. Now, yeah. it's a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> little place, little town down on the coast to get away to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really felt the burden of the Lord to uh, give them give them the Lord's message down there. Pictures so, of men, right there. Yeah, so uh, we started all the process for church planning and went through some trainings and such. And uh, as we got closer and closer, I had a friend call me and uh, he said, "Hey, are you still looking at church planning in Rockport?" I said, "Yes." He said, "Our church is looking at planning a campus in Rockport from Corpus Christi." And uh, as we got to talking, we were looking at starting on the same day. Mm-hmm. Same type of model of church. Uh, we were even looking at the same building. They had everything but a leader, and all I had was the leader and some faith. And so it was really just God's timing. And uh, so we hooked up, and uh, we started a campus there in Rockport and got to see uh, a lot of people come to know the Lord, a lot of people who'd never been to church before, and uh, got to see them come through Is the that doors. church still there? 
Yes, it is. Good. That's uh, Church Unlimited in, in Rockport, Texas. Do you ever go so, back down and visit? Yeah, I do. I still got good friends down there. Good, so. good for you. Yeah, I love it. All right. Yeah. And then uh, so we moved up here to San Antonio uh, the summer of 2015, mm-hmm. feeling that God uh, was opening up some doors for us here mm-hmm. and calling us here. And uh, as uh, we prayed and opportunities opened and some doors closed, uh, we just said, God, we're available. We think you want us to be here for whatever you want. And uh, I had a friend invite me over to Rock Hills and uh, said, well, I'll go check it out and uh, see what's up. Mm-hmm. And I was just expecting, honestly, to walk in the doors and, and see my friend and enjoy a church here in town. Uh, but when we walked in there, God did something in our hearts, and God put mm. people in our lives, and one thing led to another. And I began working on staff there uh, this summer, and uh, the doors opened up and uh, officially became the lead pastor in uh, January. Congratulations Thank again you. there, Thank too. you. I love it. If you don't mind me asking, then sure. how, how did that happen? Who, who came to you and said, you're the guy? Uh, did you apply? Not really. Yeah, just <laughs> the Lord. Just yeah, it, it, it really is. It, yeah. it, it was. It was totally a God thing. So uh, the Rock Hills Church was started by a great pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, has been here in town uh, for uh, eight to nine years. Dave Lance and God put it on his heart to start the church uh, back then. But uh, so here's the crazy thing: the uh, a lot had been going on in his life, health, sure. health with his family, and all that. And an opportunity had opened up for him as well. The one Sunday, which wasn't even the Sunday we were planning on going to visit the church, the Sunday we show up is the same Sunday that he says, hey, this is to the church. Hey, this is going on in our life. We're praying about this opportunity uh, in Michigan. And so uh, he's buried in snow now in Michigan. Yeah, that's not a blessing. As God led him there. But (laughs) just uh, God's timing was undeniable and how he put pieces together that I never would have known how to put together, Mm -hmm. you know, with even relationships and connections that I didn't have and they didn't have, but God, just in his own perfect timing, put it together. Amen. Yeah. Well, listen, if you just tuned in, uh, it's the KSLR Church of the Week program. We're talking to Pastor Adam Harris of Rock Hills Church. Again, our KSLR Church of the Week. The church is located on Hebner Road, meeting right there at the Hebner Elementary School every Sunday morning at 1030. And you can learn a whole lot more right now at rockhills.com. Or if you'd like to call the church and the pastor, it's 210-901-8929. Uh, but I get the feeling, like you said, as soon as you walked in, you had instant friends and instant connection, instant family. Is that what you were saying that you experienced? Yeah, well, it was it was God working in our hearts. I uh, got gotcha. you. You know, uh, as we continued to seek him and say, God, what are you doing here? It was just obvious. He he was doing something and, and putting all that together. So it, it was really neat. It's one of those things when you just look at it and go, I, I can't deny that God's hand is in this. So it was really neat. Well, talk about what happens on a Sunday if we show up at 1030 and uh, I'm a newbie. All right. We are a casual, we call ourselves a come-as-you-are church. Yeah. Uh, we want you to, to feel welcome at our church, no matter what you've been through or what your background is. Uh, and uh, we are in an elementary school right now, but we've got a really cool setup. And uh, so we enjoy it, and you'll be greeted by lots of friendly faces. That was one of the very first things I noticed uh, when I came to Rock Hills was the friendly people that welcomed us there. And so you'll be greeted by those same friendly faces, and uh, we've got some great dynamic worship uh, that I think uh, you'll enjoy as well, and uh, hopefully we'll have some really good teaching for you that's going to help you grow. Absolutely, and everyone gets a little carton of white milk or chocolate milk? Is that 
<laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> meat in the cafeteria, so, you know. <laughs> hey, they let the fridge open. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, from Rockport to Rock Hills, and, and here you are. You, it's We're here recording this in in, uh, in, in January here, the week of, uh, we're, we're speaking here on the last week of, of January is our KSR Church of the Week there, too. So what has been your opening theme and your vision for 2017 for the church? So uh, we, we've started out uh, with a fresh start, which... Uh, you know, is really yeah. where we're all at, and many churches are at as far as going into the new year. But right. for us, it's held extra meaning because it's a fresh start uh, for our church as far as a new role, as far as pastor. But even uh, it's a it's a new step of faith for us um, mm. from the season that has been to the season that we're going into, and just looking forward to all that God has ahead. So it's a fresh start for for us in many ways. One of the points, I was listening to your sermon. You can hear all the podcasts uh, on demand at the website. Again, rockhills.com if you'd like to hear uh, Pastor Adam Harris speak there. Uh, but one of the points you, you brought up, and I wrote it down there, was that, that in 2017, you say we walk away from what has taken us away from God. Mm-hmm. And is that a, a message to, to, to fast? Is that a message? What, what is, do you remember saying that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so I was talking about... Um, just to to keep your eyes on God's promises yes. instead of the problems that we face. Mm. And uh, then also in following that, to walk away from the things that have taken you away. So uh, for all of us, what is it that in your life has kept you from being who God wants you to be or living in your full potential that God has called you to? And so to me, that's kind of, as we start a new year, take a look, and, and it's sometimes it's easy to spot those potholes that we have in our life that continually trip us up and take us away from God's very best. And so uh, that's that's been one of my challenges to our church in, in this year, to walk away from what's taken you away. Well, again, great to have a vision, a, a, a pastor with a, with a vision to lead his church at Rock Hills Church out there on Hebner Road at the uh, Hebner Elementary School. Um, pastor, let's, let's honor uh, some other men that are in your circle there, too. I, I saw some great elders that also fill in and, and mm-hmm. taught over the past few seasons there. Who's, who's, uh, who's, your, who's your Aaron and your her in the church that helps lift your arms. We, we've got a lot of really great uh, people, some that you'll, you'll hear from. So they're a little bit more on stage, but there's, you know, there's people from the website to the setup to kids ministry sure. to student ministry. But uh, Al Hasler and Stephen Eckert are two of our teaching elders as well. Uh, and they do a great job. And it's been a fun team to work with because they come uh, from different backgrounds. I've been a pastor all of my professional life uh, but neither of them have. They mm-hmm. both have a sincere love and commitment for the Lord. Uh, but uh, Stephen is a uh, doctor of statistics, and Al is an attorney. And so from both of those guys, you get a very unique perspective of how the gospel applies to our life. And so it's been a fun team to be a part of, for sure. Uh, congratulations again yeah, there, you. too. Now, again, looking at your site there at rockhills.com, uh, you obviously have a very strong men's ministry. You're surrounded by good men. Uh, I can see that <laughs> that you guys break a lot of bread at Panera. <laughs> That's where the home groups meet, I guess. Yeah, we uh, we meet in different places all around town for sure. But it always helps if there's good food. <laughs> yeah, amen. And well, it just comes with the faith. There, yeah. <laughs> got to have covered dish if you're old school or uh, or Panera and hanging out there or Starbucks, as the case may be. Uh, I see a couple men's group meet there and a, and a women's ministry as well that meets mm-hmm. regularly uh, with Bible studies. Is there an upcoming uh, series that you know about, or actually? Yeah. How are the women doing in the, in the church? Uh, they're going to be starting a new Bible study uh, here real soon, and uh, I should know more about our ladies' <laughs> ministry okay. to tell Guess you what? when and where. But All the information is at rockhills.com. That's right. I know it's I know it's coming soon, as well as our, our men's groups, and we call them rock groups, our small groups that, oh, that's cool. that meet throughout the week. 
yeah, so all different kinds of ways to connect from Bible study to just getting together with other men and women and having a good time. Awesome, awesome. And then your next teaching series there, after this introduction is, is mm-hmm. down and done there. I saw you're getting into a, a book in the New Testament. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to do a series uh, through Hebrews, uh, which uh, is challenging, and that's, that's part of the reason I, I, I chose one. it. But uh, really, my, my heart there is, what Hebrews is to me, is that Jesus, Jesus is the answer, and he's greater than everything else that we face, but our natural tendency is to tend to drift away a little bit and get a little bit off course. And Hebrews reminds us to mm. stay on course, stay the race, and it's worth it in the end. And so that's, that's our challenge to the church as well. Excellent. Well, if you, uh, if you catch it uh, here in February, you'll get that series on Hebrews. But again, all your great messages on demand uh, at rockhills.com. Uh, any, any new revelations in, in your pre-study for Hebrews that maybe you didn't have before? I don't mean to put you on the spot mm. there. But what's the big takeaway from Hebrews where you go, that's it for me? I mean, you just kind of said it. But, mm-hmm. but every time, you know how you like read a verse or a chapter and you read it a thousand times and then, yeah. and then one time you go, I've never seen that before. I'm totally putting you on the spot. Yeah, you okay. are. You a are. A little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling I guess quick. You got, I, I guess you got to show up and find out what, uh, <laughs> what happens here. That's right. Now, uh, it, I, I would say it uh, overall Hebrew. So I've been trying to look at the whole book and the whole letter and, uh, it it's some meaty, weighty yeah. stuff, you know, because it's dealing with the Old Testament ties a lot of that into the New Testament, you know, yep. and, and how the you know the New Covenant has come and Jesus is here, and yeah. to keep our eyes and focus on Him, and then you get to the end of the book and you know you see all all the steps of faith and the giants of the faith, and so it's yeah. just cool how it all ties it together from the Old Testament to the New Testament. All those big uh, Hebrews eleven there, all those great yeah. big heroes there. Let's talk about uh, some personal stuff. What do you like to do for fun? You came in wearing a Spurs shirt, so I, I assume that you're a, you've, you've adopted yeah. the Spurs here. Oh yeah, uh, well, and they were they were my team even before oh, we good. came here. Yeah, I always loved really? the Spurs. I mean, it's just such a great organization. They're yeah. to me, they're just a different sports organization, yeah. you know, than a lot of what you see out there. So, yeah, I do love the Spurs, and I love uh, drinking coffee and spending time with my family. And uh, talk about your family real quick there. All right, I'd love to. That's one of my favorite things in the world. I believe you. Uh, Tiffany, my wife, and I have been married for 20 years. and uh, so met in college? Or? We met in college yeah. at Texas Tech, actually at a marriage class. <laughs> what? It was called Foundations of Marriage. We were both uh, human, fa- uh, human Development Family Studies majors, and uh, we met in the Foundations of Marriage, and I still think I should get some bonus points. Yeah, exactly. Back on that for actually getting married. And uh, that our marriage has gone good. It should be double bonus points. All right, but, right, right. And I go back and lead that course now? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Maybe. Something? I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, uh, she's, she's a great lady. I don't know where I would be sure. without her. She's got such a strong faith and, and prays for us, uh, me and the kids. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm so thankful for how, her. How old are your kids? So I've got uh, three and a half kids, I'll say. What? Uh, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but I've got a daughter who's 18 and just started uh, college here in San Antonio, and uh, she's got such a great leadership gift. She's got a real heart for uh, the deaf and the deaf culture and mm. uh, reaching out to them and sharing sure. the gospel with them. So it's exciting to see how doors are opening up there. And then I've got a 16-year-old daughter that's a uh, sophomore at Johnson High School, yeah. and uh, she's great, too. She's very creative and organized, and uh, God's doing a lot of great things through her. And then I've got a son, Jack, who is 11, 
and uh, he is very entertaining. Uh-huh. I'll say he's that. that guy, huh? Yeah, he is. Uh, he he's great. What does, uh, he, does he do? Tell jokes or uh, does well, impressions? What does he do? Yeah, well, it's just anything he may throw out at the moment. He's he's uh-huh. very quick, and so uh, uh-huh. yeah, he he's a funny kid and uh, a lot of fun to be around. Real compassionate. He's really got a, a heart for kids with special needs, and uh, he God goes to him. school early several days a week just on his own to mm-hmm. uh, help out. And uh, he he's a really neat uh, kid. special. And uh, the half kid that yeah. I mentioned. Uh, and this goes back to part of Jack's compassion for, for other kids with special needs. Several years ago, he asked us, uh, we had, it was almost his birthday. We said, make us a list of, you know, what do you want? Number one on his list was a brother. And I said, well, that's never going to happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> medically, that is not going not to happen. happen. Sorry, Charlie. Uh, but I've, I've got former students uh, from those youth ministry years that are missionaries now. So I, I wrote some of them and I said, Hey, is there a child that we could sponsor or help out, you know, and kind of be a pen pal or whatever? And, and he didn't only say he wanted a brother. He wanted a brother with special needs mm. that he could be a brother to. Um, so that was part of the request as well. Is there, you know, anybody who's got some special needs or whatever we could be uh, a help to? And uh, so one of my missionary friends hooked us up uh, with a orphanage in China called Bethel, Bethel, China. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are an orphanage for blind and visually impaired children. And uh, so we started sponsoring a child over there. Uh, Li Fang Tao is his name. And uh, cool. as we sponsored him, the burden on our heart uh, just got heavier and heavier. And I fought it for quite a while. I was fine with sending the $35 or whatever a month. But God said, no, you're supposed to be this kid's forever family. So uh, just as of this week, our papers have all been officially accepted in China, and we should be traveling over there uh, late spring to early summer, and uh, we'll be bringing him back as our oh, son. Oh, my. Yeah. Pastor, way to yeah. go. Talk He's about, 12 years old. Talk about walking yeah. the walk. Yeah. I'm proud of you. That's yeah, amazing. So we're excited about and it. And I bet you he's excited. Uh, he doesn't know yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. and uh, Make sure he doesn't listen to this program. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope he's not listening <laughs> online right now. But a lot of times they don't tell the kids just in case anything happens. Sure. Uh, you know, Disappointment. You waited 12 years, and then, you know, if anything falls apart, you wouldn't want that to happen. So, yeah. Uh, just curious there, too. So they know that they're going into a Christian home and a, and a pastor's home. Is there any problem with religion in China? And Bethel it, is actually a Christian organization. It sounds like it, sure. Now, they have to be careful in the way they word things. They, uh, they've got a school for the kids there and everything, but they can't just have, like, Bible classes. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they're teaching them. They're praying for them. They've got Christian people that are working with them. So it's a really neat organization. Uh, how'd you find them? Uh, the... Missionary friend of mine, I get you. Okay. Uh, when we were wanting to sponsor a kid, uh, yeah, he connected connected us to them. Well, going going back to Rock Hills there too. Mm-hmm. I know that you guys are mission minded there too. You mm-hmm. besides the rock groups, you also have some some ministries outside the walls there. Can sure. you see uh, what else, what's going on this year that that maybe the church gets involved with in the community? Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got a project we call Serve First, and uh, because serving has always been one of our first priorities, and so once a month we've got a different project that we do within the city. Uh, that could be anything. Christmas, we helped out uh, San Antonio Heels yep. uh, with their Christmas project. Um, and so we're, we're doing something different every month with different organizations in town. And uh, so that's been really neat to see just getting out. It's not about us. It's not about right. trying to get people in our doors. It's just about being the body of Christ out there. And uh, we also each summer take our high school students on a uh, mission trip. And then we also uh, work with Impact Water, which is a local organization here in San Antonio that provides water wells to people around the world that don't have clean water. And so we go down to Honduras every summer 
and uh, we'll put in water uh, for a, a village where three to four hundred people oh. that have to drink contaminated water every day will now have clean water. So it's it's a really neat opportunity. So have you been to Honduras before? I haven't yet. Okay. But, uh, I look forward to my next opportunity. So China, Honduras, why not? You know? Yeah, they may all hit this summer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, uh, you know, Pastor Adam Harris here from Rock Hills Church and rockhills.com. Uh, God bless you for what you're doing there. It's a church that exists so people can come as they are and become as Jesus is, is what you guys say all the time. Can you uh, talk to our KSLR listeners right now and invite them to come to Rock Hills Church this Sunday? Sure. Uh, I would love to have you anytime as our guest. We meet at uh, 1030 at uh, 16311 Hebner Avenue. They're in Hebner Elementary School, and you're always welcome. No matter what you've been through or where you've been, you're always welcome. But even... More importantly uh, than Rock Hill specifically, I want to invite you to be a part of the body of Christ, uh, the bigger body of Christ, and uh, and know Jesus. That's, you know, the most important thing, whether you're at our church or another church, that's what it's all about. Amen, amen. Boy, I, I love it when pastors say that there, too. I'm a big unity guy in the city, yeah, and, absolutely. and the churches, blessing other churches, and it's just a, it's a great, great thing. Pastor, what are your needs right now? How, we have a great KSLR listeners uh, that believe in prayer, so how can, mm-hmm. how can someone listening right now... Pray for Adam Harris and Rock Hills Church. I would love it. Uh, specifically for me, uh, as newly in this role as pastor, yes. I, I would love God's wisdom and his leadership. This is Being a pastor is, is not a job. It's, it's a calling, and you have to be led by the Lord. It's not just a matter of standing on the stage and, and spitting out a sermon. It's a matter of hearing God's voice and being led by him. So above all, I, that's what I want. You know, I want God's wisdom and leadership. As far as our church, uh, we want to continue to grow and reach people and be a light. Uh, we're praying God opens the door for us to have a building in the future as yes. well and, and those sort of things. So we'd love your prayers in that area. Awesome. Well, again, yeah. Pastor Adam Harris with Rock Hills Church. Thank you for being our KSLR Church of the Week. And we just yeah. pray God's blessing all over you and your family. Thank you. It's an honor being here. Again, if you enjoyed this uh, conversation, just go to KSLR.com. Check out our Church of the Week page. Uh, there you can find an archive of not only this program, but all the great devotionals uh, that uh, Pastor Adam Harris shared with us this week on KSLR. So if you're looking for some quick encouragement, <laughs> go there. I highly encourage you to do that. Uh, but again, uh, thank your pastor this week uh, for what they do every week. Uh, they are the shepherds and the leaders in this town that are just doing what God told them to do. And uh, they are worthy of the double honor that uh, that it says uh, in the New Testament to, to give them. So again, I thank you again, Pastor Adam. Thank you so much. And I thank you for listening to AM630 KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.